I'd like to talk about the issue of the uh, problems encountered by companions of disabled people. And the reason for this is that we were contacted here on this program last week by Melanie, uh, who told us of a problem that had arisen in Auckland. She's actually from Australia at the time. And so uh, to talk about those problems, we have Melanie on the line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andrew. You're a bit sick, aren't you? Yes, I am a little bit. Oh, listen to that. Yes, the voice is a bit dodgy. Now, Melanie, we want to hear your story. And first of all, uh, you're from Australia, aren't you? Whereabouts are you from? Ah, uh, Sydney. You're from Sydney. And you've got friends and all sorts of people and family in New Zealand. Is that right? Yes. So you decided to come over to New Zealand and you had a very special dream. You wanted to go and see a concert. Now, what concert did you want to see? Oh, uh, my son wanted to see the Cher concert. Your son wanted to see the Cher concert. Okay. Yes. All right, and that's going to be at Spark Arena, and there's a lot of yes. excitement about it. But, yes. But here's the thing. Are you disabled? My son's disabled. He's you, got cerebral palsy. Your son is disabled, and he yes. has cerebral palsy. Yes. So um, you went to book uh, your tickets for Spark Arena and share. Yes. So tell us what happened then. So we have a companion card in Australia, and I assumed it would be valid in New Zealand because it's valid in the States, um, and I rang to try and get the complimentary companion card ticket, and it's not valid. Okay, so let's just uh, explain this for the listeners. In Australia, there is a companion card system, uh, and that means uh, you can register for it, and that means uh, uh, able-bodied people who accompany disabled people to cultural events yes, uh, can, the community. can get in either at a discounted or free rate. Is that right? Yes. Because some, when you've got a son with cerebral palsy, he really needs a companion to go anywhere, doesn't yes. he? Yes. Okay. But then when you apply for the tickets, you found that that didn't work in New Zealand. Were you surprised? Yeah. And when I found out they don't get any help or any... It was disappointing. So to go, to take your son to see Cher, you'd have yep. to buy two tickets. Two tickets, yes. Whereas if you did the same thing in Australia, how many tickets would you have to buy? One. One. And they're not cheap these days, are they? No, that's right. So how did that make you feel, that New Zealand does not have a companion card system? Um, yeah, it's disappointing. I think it's unfair for disabled people that they can't get out and about into society and have a fair go. So what would you say to New Zealand authorities? I would say... Get out there and help the disabled people get out into the community so they don't have other issues like isolation and depression. That's very well said. And to acknowledge we should have a companion card system, do you think? Of course. I think every country should. And even if they don't, they should recognise that if there is a disabled person going to an event, they should automatically discount, upgrade them or something. Of course, companion cards in uh, Australia, are they a federal or state issue? Uh, I think it's state issues. But do you think that um, organisations, if they're providing disabled seating, and I know that Spark Arena does, yes, they've, got, do. they've got a very good little disabled uh, balcony area and they can fit quite a few people in. Yes. Do you think it would be good for uh, venues uh, to just automatically offer it without government compulsion? Yes, of course, because you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get this ticket. Um, and with medical appointments and other things like that, it's just another, like, do I bother or not? But, yeah. So you're still going to go and see Cher or not? Um, I'm probably going to go down to the Melbourne concert. Right.
where you can use we can use your. Why does give thirty percent off companions yeah. travelling with a disabled person? Yeah. Do you see Do you see many problems? Um, you know, because of your son with cerebral palsy, many problems for the disabled companions. Well, I think it's unfair that they have to pay to try and give someone quality of life. Like it's hard enough to be a carer and to look after a disabled person let alone having that extra financial problem. Mm. All right. Well, look, I'll let you get back to your sick bed. Make sure you take, you know, uh, some hot lemon drink and, and cuddle up to that hot water bottle and get well soon. And thank you for your time today, Melanie. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Have a good day. Okay, so we're talking about the concept of companion cards. They exist in Australia. They exist in America. They are You register uh, through the state. And then when you uh, buy tickets to sporting events or cultural events or whatever, going along to the museum, uh, and you are a disabled person, you then get a discount or a free ticket for your companion who's pushing the wheelchair or guiding you in or whatever. Uh, you're a seeing eye person, whatever. Okay. Doesn't exist in New Zealand, or does it? We don't know. And I said we'll try and find out. So we're actually joined now by someone who might know. It's Executive Director of the Arts Access Aotearoa, uh, Richard Benj. Hello, Richard. Hi, Andrew. Do we have a companion card system in New Zealand? Well, we don't, I'm sorry to say. And so Melanie and other people uh, have every right to be very disappointed about this because it's been in Australia for many years very successfully. What we do have, though, is the kindness of artists and certain sporting codes. True. Um, Arts Access has been advocating for seven years for this to happen and we're working with a network of, outside of any government card, we've been working with a range of venues and festivals and producers to let them know that this is something that's fair and can they do it. And we're really pleased with the response. There's, there's many organisations, including, for example, Auckland Festival has just done a great festival and they reduced the, the cost of their tickets for people who were companion carers and disabled to $20 and it, the numbers shot through the roof. Tell me about the Christchurch Able Card System. Well, linked to the Christchurch Able Card System, um, which provides discounts on a number of uh, experiences throughout Christchurch, uh, the Court Theatre, which is one of our members, uh, it provides a companion seat for a person who re requires to bring their, their companion. Mm. So we're really pleased about that. And not only do they do the companion seating, but they do uh, shows that are related to disability. Or, you know, they, they did a show last year that had um, a theme of autism. So having disability on stage represented is very important. It is your belief that if you are disabled, you have an entitlement to be able to have a companion at no extra charge? You know, I, I wouldn't call it entitlement. I, I'd prefer to say it's a human right. And within the New Zealand disability strategy, there are several outcomes, and one of them is under health and wellbeing. And under that, disabled people have the right to, just like anybody else, to engage in the wonderful culture and arts of New Zealand. Unfortunately, some people, because of the circumstance of their disability, can't do that without the companion caring of someone else. So when I started investigating this, um, I found in the government, uh, in the in the maze, in the labyrinth that yes. is this government, I found a, an action which was to investigate the feasibility of introducing a companion car program mm. in New Zealand to reduce the cost barrier for disabled people who require a companion to attend paid entry activities. Okay. And I saw I saw that that started 
in June of 2015 with uh, an agreement for permission to have a look into it. Final advice, October 2016. Last I saw, November 2017. So two, nearly three years later, mm -hmm. nothing. Is the government into this idea or not? Well, this, you're talking about what the former government started doing and there was a, feasibility, a very well-written feasibility study made but it wasn't picked up. It covered all the reasons why this is a good thing. And it also, we know that there are many, many venues and producers and festivals that want to honour a companion card. They're saying to us, where is this companion card? We want to, we want to honour it. So this government, is, uh, current new government, um, Carmel Cipollone, I've had a meeting with her, uh, and she's in instructed her uh, officials to get back into this situation, and we want to find out what's going to happen next. I'm, I'm pleased to say that. Um, it's all very well that people are saying, oh, we want to honour a card. Mm. Uh, the question is those people who don't want to honour a card... Uh, do you believe a companion card system should be, you know, a nationwide program under the auspices of the government and actually compel all cultural sporting uh, event type situations to honour the card? Well, a lot of people do believe that legislation for disabled people should have more teeth mm. because if you leave it into the nice to do, then it doesn't always happen. So I, I understand why people are saying that. Uh, particularly if there is a system where uh, entrepreneurs and venue producers and the venue owners know that a companion card has a system around it of checks and balances so that they know there's no fraudulent behaviour and that a, a card is genuinely being used by a disabled person who doesn't have to say why or how much they're disabled. They've already been through that system and had the authority to use the card and then everyone is fine. It, basically, the card is a discount system. No-one's asking for a big free ride here. If you pay a full price, then you would get a free ticket for your companion carer, and that spreads a discount over two seats. Okay.